0: Hey friends, welcome back to this week's episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. I'm your non-diet dietitian, trainer and host Katie, and this is episode 275. As you may know, as as we've talked on the pod many times before, research shows that intentional weight loss through the form of dieting is not sustainable. It often leads to weight cycling, gaining weight, losing weight, gaining weight again, which can ultimately lead to metabolic adaptation. AKA your body is smarter than you. Today, you'll learn what metabolic adaptation is, how to know if you have a slowed metabolism, and really what you want to know is what to do about it. If you want to learn more about a non-diet approach, check out our free metabolism masterclass where we go way more in depth with this. Just go to katiehake.com forward slash masterclass or click the link in the show notes below. Just swipe up. There it is. Welcome to Fit Friends Happy Hour, a podcast about all things nutrition, fitness, and life in your 20s and 30s, all from a non-diet lens. I'm your host, Katie Hake, and I'm a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and certified personal trainer. Join me here every week as I talk with interesting people and experts from all walks of life about their relationship with food and their bodies. I'll also share my experience working with clients in my private practice to help women find food freedom and body confidence. I'm on a mission to help you stop quantifying and start living. Learn to stop measuring your success by the scale and find your fears. So what is metabolic adaptation? Maybe you've heard that word, it's kind of a buzzword right now. Maybe it's also referred to as you've heard it, metabolic damage or starvation mode. And really it's the body's natural response to long-term caloric restriction. Metabolic damage is not really a scientific term that is often used. So in my opinion, I think that term metabolic damage, it's really a fear tactic to scare people into another diet. So if you hear that word or you see that word in messaging, how to heal your metabolic damage, like just let your red flags, you know, your alerts go on that... That person may be trying to sell you dieting packaged in another form. The truth is metabolic adaptation is normal. It's natural. It is a survival mechanism, a biological response from your body. Essentially, if the body's not getting enough energy through the form of carbs, protein, or fat, it's going to slow down our metabolism to conserve energy and use less you know, use less energy, use less calories throughout the day. It it really just becomes a lot more efficient. And if you think about it, isn't that just, that's wild to me. I think it's so awesome that our bodies can preserve energy for normal functions like breathing, digestion, you know, standing, just your basic activities of daily living that just gets you through life. The truth is, there's lots of factors that impact your body weight and your metabolism. It's really not that simple. So, for example, when we lose weight, our hormones are impacted. You're impacted on a cellular hormonal level. Two of those hormones in particular, which we have talked about on the show, are leptin and ghrelin. So, leptin is the satiety hormone. And when you lose weight, this hormone actually decreases. So, weight loss, Leptin decreases, meaning you're not as satiated, right? Which makes sense. We're on the flip side, ghrelin. I always think of a gremlin. Ghrelin is like this little gremlin hormone. That's your hunger hormone. When you lose weight, that hormone actually increases, which revs up your appetite. So if you can think back to the last diet you were on, you maybe really felt that, that you were hungry really often. And what's interesting is that studies show that people who try to lose weight and keep it off end up producing more ghrelin, gremlin, hunger hormone, than they did before losing weight, which is the body's attempt to increase your appetite. It is literally your body turning up the volume to say, uh, hello, can you please eat? Like I am telling you, I need you to eat. So it's your hormones, your body telling you to eat so you can regain the lost fat. And then the last hormone that really is impacted, not, you know, not the only one, but one of the major ones is cortisol and cortisol is a stress hormone. So this also increases when you can imagine that stress hormone increasing the feeling alone of being more stressed when restricting and on a diet. So five signs of a slowed metabolism might be weight gain or even weight stability. In the diet culture world, they often say weight plateau, but really, your weight stabilizing sometimes, depending where you're at, that could be a sign if you've weight cycled for years and your weight stabilizes, that might mean you're eating enough. But if you are proactively dieting or restricting and you get to a point where your weight stabilizes and you're still eating a very low amount, that could also be because your, your metabolism has slowed. Another sign of slowed metabolism is fatigue right? Even on days where you get a full eight hours of sleep or more, you're still constantly fatigued and tired. The third sign of a slowed metabolism is hunger, right? Just like we talked about those hormones getting out of whack. If you are having that hunger sensation or feeling like you're always hungry, that is the body's cue that I need you to listen to me and I need you to feed me. Another sign of a slowed metabolism could be decreased immunity. Again, if your body's not getting enough of what it needs, it's not getting the energy or the fuel sources to fight off diseases or to fight off you know, daily things like a cold that maybe before you didn't get sick often, but maybe you've noticed if you've dieted or restricted, you find yourself just run down and sick a lot more. And the last, but definitely not the least, this is not an inclusive list by any means, is irregular periods. Again, it's a sign that your body is trying to tell you. Again, irregular periods could mean a lot of different things, but it definitely can be a sign of slowed metabolism as well. So now what do we do? How do I fix this? If, if I'm experiencing what you're, you know, you're like, Katie, I hear you. I understand. I think this sounds like me and I'm ready to get off this hamster wheel. Let's end it, right? So it seems contradictory, but one of the main solutions to increasing your metabolism is to eat to your needs, right? I know it sounds so simple, but if me saying that to you causes you some stress, if that makes you nervous, that's a sign that maybe you're ready to reach out and do this work. Another major tool you need to look at when it comes to fixing your metabolism or, you know, increasing your metabol- metabolism again is to cut out high-impact or high-intensity exercise. Again, sounds contradictory, but if we're constantly running down our body, we're never giving it the time to slow down, recover, and repair, and we're constantly running on E. A third tool to help support metabolism is to minimize stress. We talked about that cortisol hormone. Now, this can look many different ways. It could be the physical stress, like we talked about with the high-intensity exercise, It could be stress from work. It could be stress around food, right? Ask yourself what right now in my life is causing me a lot of stress and where can I take just baby steps to start to minimize that? And lastly, more sleep. I swear I feel like sleep is the answer to everything, but so much beautiful, amazing things happen when we sleep as far as the body's ability to recover, to repair, to restore. I mean, sleep is just it's so good. And so if you're having trouble sleeping, or you know that you are cutting sleep because you're waking up early to get in those workouts, or you're staying up late, trying to work however many hours, it's time to assess. All right, team, that is it for today's episode. Again, if you enjoyed this episode and you want to get nerdy and dive a lot deeper into metabolism, check out our free masterclass. Just go to katiehake.com forward slash masterclass And of course, as always, we will link to research studies referenced in the show notes as well. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. If you liked this episode, don't forget to share it with a friend. You can subscribe or follow wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Fit Friends Happy Hour. Talk to you next time.